Welcome to the City Life Lansing podcast. You are loved, you belong, and you have a unique purpose from God. You can connect with us at citylifelansing.com. You belong here. Here's today's message. Life, what's up? So good to see you. My name's Jerome. If I haven't got a chance to meet you, it's good to see everybody online as well. We're kicking off a brand new series called Receive Power. And for us, we're praying this month that we tap into the power source of heaven in fresh, new, powerful ways. This this month isn't anything normal. It's a time where we say, God, we believe your powerful is unlimited. It never runs out and it helps lead me in every single situation. Today, we'll talk about what that power is. The power is the Holy Spirit. And it's not just power, but the person of the Holy Spirit in the Trinity, God the Father, Jesus Christ the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. What a profound mystery, three in one, this one true God. We'll talk about why in the world the Holy Spirit's here. And then we'll have opportunity today to receive Jesus Christ, because that's the point of the Holy Spirit is to witness, to receive power to be his witnesses, And then also in our own lives, I'm sure we're facing something that we would love to have the power of heaven invade in. And we'll be looking at the book of Acts this month. And the book of Acts will just highlight several portions, the main point of it. And I want to encourage us for a moment. If you've been a Christian for a long time, I pray that you say today and throughout this month, God, help construct only what you want And in order to do that, he might have to deconstruct some things. We might have to unlearn to learn. One of the things that happens is the longer we know Jesus, the more we try to either earn his affection, have other people earn that. But think of the whole premise of following Jesus. You can't achieve it. You can only receive him. But everything else in life, when we plug in something we want to work, we're going to pay the utility bill. Even in our earth, the resources, they're limited. At some point, they're finite. They will run out. But with God, we can never achieve. The whole point of following Jesus is to receive. And I want to get us there right now. Like you can't add any value, but yet all of God's best is here if we receive. How? It's so foreign. It's so different than every other setting. Receive, receive, receive. 
when you watch uh, some of those YouTube videos where people will give out money and they're doing it to, you know, get their channel up. So, I mean, I'm not totally hating their motives, but, you know, subscribe, bell, notifications. I buy a taco. I watched one yesterday and I give $1,000. But every person, when they get it, they're like, no, 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 I can't take it. I can't take it. Ah, I can't take it. I can't take it. I can't take it. Oh, oh, well, I'll pay it forward. We have a trouble. We, have, we, 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 we do have trouble with this, just receiving. Think about it. You might say you receive. I mean, we'll, we'll receive from the government. Like, but like if someone gives you something, the natural instinct is be like, oh, I got to get them something. Anyone else struggle with that? I got to get them something or I got to pay it forward. With heaven, it's like this. Receive, 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 receive. And then naturally you just want to give. Then naturally you just want to go do. Then naturally it's just a byproduct. Christ's faithfulness that is finished on the cross is more than enough for us today. All right, so let's dive in. Why in the world is Jesus not still here? What kind of leader leaves this team? Well, Jesus being fully human could only be in one place at one time. He teaches us in John's gospel, chapter 16, verse seven. Nevertheless, I am telling you the truth. It is for your benefit that I go away. It's better that I'm gone. Because if I do not go away, the counselor will not come to you. Not you're going to the counselor, but that the counselor would come to you. What's the counselor right there? It's the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit to counsel us. If you go, I will send him. If I go, I will send him to you. So Jesus is like, if I go, I'm gonna send him, the person, the power of the Holy Spirit to you. When he comes, he will, this is key, this is where I want to start unlearning things. We didn't write the Bible. God wrote the Bible through people and the Bible is our authority. We're under scripture and we let scripture speak for itself. And when we think of the Holy Spirit, a lot of times we're thinking about the, the, the movement of the Holy Spirit manifested in signs and wonders, i.e. Uh, uh, miracles, prophecy, tongues, healing. But it's interesting, if there's a main point over the banner, if there's a chapter, if there's a book that just like the Holy Spirit, look, let's let Jesus teach us what in the world the Holy Spirit is for. He will convict the world about sin. Come on. The Holy Spirit's job is to convict the world about sin. The Holy Spirit was convicting me in sin before I ever became a follower of Jesus. And a lot of times we'll say, well, I, I feel condemned when I'm around Christians or uh, you're condemning me. Is it possible? It's the great work of the Holy Spirit bringing conviction for sin. This is why when we sin, we don't feel free. We feel in bondage. He will convict the world about sin, righteousness, what is right, what is like God and judgment. This is where that justice comes from, right and wrong. It's the Holy Spirit's job. <laughs> Today's title is this, we receive power to witness. 
And let's look at highlights right in Acts. Well, the book of Acts is, is, is um, written by Luke and Luke's gospel is connected with the book of Acts. So there's two writings that Luke wrote and Luke's gospel is to tell us what Jesus began to do in the earth. And then the book of Acts, both of them are to Theophilus, um, a leader of power, prominent figure to talk about what Jesus began, the gospel of Luke, but what Jesus continues to do through the spirit. So it's ultimately the work of Jesus still that Luke and Acts could be seen as one. So if you just want to kind of read them over the course of the next several months, it'll take some time. Luke's gospel and then right into Acts. And then here we find ourselves in Acts chapter one, looking at a few highlights in chapter one and two today. While he was with them, Verse four, he commanded them to not leave Jerusalem, but to wait for the Father's promise. So Jesus has rose from the dead. People are seeing him now, leaders back. <laughs> like, oh my goodness, you're here. If you've ever lost a loved one and you've had a dream and you've seen a minute, it's hard. You're like, don't go. To I've had it happen, but it's like, they won't even talk to me or something. It's the weirdest encounter. I, um, like, don't leave. And here's Jesus risen from the dead, not in a dream, but in the flesh, in the reality. And he tells them, all right, okay. Don't, you don't leave Jerusalem, but to wait for the father's promise, which he said, you have heard me speak about. He heard, remember, he teaches us in John's gospel, like, you heard me speak about. For John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit in a few days. I want the Holy Spirit. I want what Jesus is saying that I'm gonna be baptized in. <laughs> but what does he tell him? This brings us to our first point I wanna highlight today. But to wait. We wait for power. We don't go find it. This is really good because I don't have to muster up courage. I mean, there's, there's times when people move through the crowd and they touch the hem and garment of Jesus. But the fundamental cover to cover is, man, God's coming to me. He comes to me. The Holy Spirit will come to you. So what do we do in our daily life? We wait for power. We wait for power. It continues in verse six. So they're like, they hear this. So when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, are you restoring the kingdom to Israel at this time? Uh, you're, you're saying, wait, but we wanna know when the power is gonna be on full display. We wanna know when you're on the throne. We wanna know when Israel's gonna run and rule everything. That the, the, the king of the Jews is here. He's risen from the dead. We wanna see it now. We wanna, God, we, is it fulfilled? I want it now, I want it now, I want it now, I want it now. This God uh, uh, contrast to our daily flesh is showing up all the time. We want it now, are you gonna restore it now? Is it gonna happen now? When can we move on now, now, now? You'll hear me preach about this a lot because this is us, especially in America. This is us as sheeps. We want it restored now. 
Now, maybe there's some sincerity in that. Like we've been waiting for thousands of years. You finally rose from the dead. But as we continue to see the disciples and we see them before that, this is the same thing they're struggling with. When is the power gonna be on full display now? When are you gonna rule and reign now? When is all the, uh, the, the infrastructures in this world gonna bow to, to, to you, Jesus? And when are we gonna benefit from it, if we're honest? When am I gonna benefit from it? And then verse seven, he said to them, it is not for you to know times. Here you go. You go in the corner on this one, buddy. It's not you for to know times or periods that the father has set by his own authority. <laughs> That's the father's business. So what is our business then? What do we do? <laughs> Friend, we are too fixated on outcomes. We're too fixated on results. We're too fixated on when it's restored. We're too fixated on when the power is manifested in our eyes that we see. We're too fixated on the signs. We're too fixated on when we want to see Jesus ruling and reigning. We're too fixated on when we want disease to end. We're too fixated on when we want the pandemic to end. But we learn that we wait for power. So I gotta ask us this question this morning. Are we waiting or are we rushing? Are we waiting or are we out there trying to achieve whatever power we want? Every good thing I have in my life, every good thing that's lasted, everything. As I was reflecting this week, I've waited for. I couldn't, I couldn't calculate it to, to strum up. No, everything that I did in my own power isn't here anymore. My marriage, I waited. I had relationships that I didn't wait. They didn't end well. Children waited on the Lord's time. Ministry, city life waited. Music waited. And everything that I've went in my own power. And maybe you're convicted by this. You're like, I, I got a lot of things in my life I didn't wait for. God's so good. He can hit the reset button that even our mistakes, there's grace and that he can, he can just use our broken pieces. But we gotta be honest and say, am I waiting? Did I wait? And did I receive power? I mean, look at how the psalmist writes in uh, chapter 121, I lift my eyes towards the mountains where my help comes from. My help comes from not what I see. My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Isaiah chapter 40, but they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. They that wait what is this teaching us? This is teaching us that waiting is an action. Waiting is a, a posture of how we receive power. Then it goes on, Jesus is caught up into heaven. This gives us imagery. All of the imagery in the New Testament is linked to the Old Testament. So this is like Daniel, they, he'll be caught up be the, the, on the throne. And now Jesus, when he's caught up, he's in a victorious position in control. He's on the throne. He's dominating, he won, it's over. <laughs> but then it continues in verse eight, but you, so here's what he tells him. Remember, he's like, he's like, you don't know the times or the periods. It's not for you to get, but here is what for you to get. Here's what for us to get today. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come on you. 
Maybe you've met some people that either don't believe in the Holy Spirit still active, or you've met some people that say they believe the Holy Spirit's active and there's certain flavors of the Holy Spirit, which oftentimes move through personalities. And then we say, well, this is exactly how the Holy Spirit's working. Let me show you how the Holy Spirit's working. The prophecy, let me show you how the Holy Spirit's working. We gotta go to this class. Let me show you how the Holy Spirit's working. We gotta, and I'm not knocking them, but if for a minute, minute friend, if for a moment, I gotta ask you for a second. Have you heard the, that what we're about to read? It, and just to lean us in, have you heard the power of the Holy Spirit's purpose? <laughs> he tells us we will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come on you. The main purpose in you will be my witnesses. Not you'll go around like signs and wonders junkies, but you'll be his witnesses. And signs and wonders will follow. That means if somebody's preaching the gospel, that's a, 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 that's a powerful move of the Holy Spirit manifested in our time, day, and age. That will witness in where? Jerusalem. You're going to see a pattern. In Judea and Samaria until all the ends of the earth. The book of Acts is about what Jesus is continuing to do through the Holy Spirit that first moves through the Jews and then is eventually going to get all the way to the Gentiles and they're going to have opportunities to meet the king of the universe. They're going to have an opportunity to be into the family. That's what the purpose of the witnessing is. And then everything else falls under that and the supernatural move of God is flowing through the natural rhythms. But the main banner, main banner I want us to get is to be witnesses. Witnesses. This challenges me. Am I still out witnessing? So we receive, in the second point here, we receive what? Power. Power to do what? Third, we, res we witness with power. That's the point. And yes, there's a bunch of other points, prophecy and tongues and healing. But friend, there's, if those things divide us, there's one thing that unites us. It's the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ. And we witness with power. That word in Greek, witnesses, is martus. And I want you to see in this, this, uh, this is out of the NIV study Bible. And I was shocked when I got to it. Because if I'm going to receive power, if I wait for it, and I'm going to receive power to be a witness, what in the world does this word witnesses mean? Well, the Greek word martus means witnesses. For the early church, a person's ultimate witness to the gospel was death. Man, you know, sometimes I'd love to preach is what we want to hear. But when you let the text speak for itself, it's what we need to hear. That we would get power to be witnesses, even to the point of death. And this is played out. We see examples. The disciples witness through the power of the Holy Spirit and eventually cost them their lives. Why in the world would we do that? Well, the witness it also means in a legal sense or a historical sense or an ethical sense. <laughs> so we wanna preach the word of God. We want our lives to add up. And 
First Thessalonians kind of shows us, for we know, brothers and sisters, loved by God, that he has chosen you because our gospel that we witnessed to did not come to you in word only. So we're not just saying, hey, let me just tell you, let me just write it, let me let you read it, but also in power, in the Holy Spirit, in full assurance. This is when people can feel it, feel it feel it, not just learn it, but feel it, that God is here, God is for you, God is with you, God is in the midst of any trench or any situation you face, and he is giving life in that. You know, and then also this, this is why you can preach it, but if your life doesn't let, add up, it's, it's, it's kind of shallow, friend. But it doesn't mean you can't witness if your life's not adding up, just for sure add some big disclaimers, like my life is not what it needs to be. <laughs> But Jesus says, but how much more when our lives, we lived among you for your benefit and you yourselves became imitators of us and of the Lord when in spite of severe persecution, like to the point of death, you welcome the message with joy from the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. So when we get to the next chapter, we're gonna see the Holy Spirit rush in and we're gonna hear, you know, there was uh, like fire on their head and they spoke with tongues. What did they speak? I think we're going to see very clearly. They witnessed. They witnessed. They witness. Because when we witness, we're not witnessing to a powerful message that is about life and death. We're witnessing to a powerful message that is about eternally, either with God or separated from God. This is the power of God. Acts 2, here we are in highlighting this. When the day of Pentecost had arrived, they waited and they were together in one place. Suddenly a sound like a violent rushing wind, fresh wind came from heaven. Now you'll notice wind and fire here. Wind and fire were always signs that God's spirit is amongst the people. So God's spirit would come in. God's spirit was, was uh, only particularly in the Old Testament in certain time periods or in certain places. Like this is the Holy Holies, the tabernacle. You have, you have God's spirit only showing up at certain instances. And when it did, rushing in like wind or rushing in like fire. So God is here. But now we're gonna see that God is, is, is everywhere. That God is everywhere and first for the Jews, but all the way for any single person. That's what we're witnessing too. Sound like a violent rushing wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were staying. They saw tongues like flames of fire that separated and rested on each one of them. Then they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in different tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Now there were Jews staying in Jerusalem. Jews, Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, ends of the earth. So here it's starting in Jerusalem. Devout people from every nation under heaven. When the sound occurred, a crowd came together and they were confused. Each one of them heard, heard them speaking in his own language. They were astounded and amazed saying, look, aren't all these who are speaking Galileans? How is it that each of us can hear them in our own native language? There's the power of God going on these people. They don't even know these languages. Parthians, Medes, Elamites, 
those who live in Mesopotamia, in Judea, in Cappadocia, in Pontus, in Asia, in Phrygia, in Pamphylia, Egypt, in the parts of Libya near Cyrene, visitors from Rome, both Jews and converts, Cretans and Arabs, we hear them, get this, we hear them declaring the magnificent acts of gods in our own tongues. We hear them. We hear them. A lot of times we're like, well, I want to be the one speaking in language. Maybe the more point is the people that are hearing the good news in their own language. I've heard some preachers say it's this, that the miracle was not that, that people were speaking in different language. The, the, the greatest miracle is that people were hearing. They were having an opportunity to hear. Oh, God's witnessing? What? The power is being witnessed to me in my own language? They were astounded. They were perplexed, saying to one another, what does this mean? Uh, some sneered and they were like, yo, those people are drunk on new wine. They weren't drunk. They were in the power of the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit came upon them to preach, to witness to the greatest message of all time, which leads us to point number four. We hear the power of God in our own language. Jesus left the comforts of heaven and he moved into the neighborhood. You might think, well, I, I don't know if the power can come on me. Well, Jesus said in the last days, it continues. I will pour out my spirit on who? Just the Jews? Just those in Jerusalem? Just Israel? Nah, all people. Then your sons, your daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions and your old men will dream dreams. So there's more powerful work of the Holy Spirit that's gonna take place. Then everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Friend, the main point today, we receive power to witness. That even the dreams, the prophecy, the healing, the miraculous works of God, that's all under the banner of witnessing to Jesus' finished work on the cross. You might say, well, I don't see the power working today. I believe there's a fresh wind here to hit us that even when I don't see it, I know that you're working. And there's a few crowds I wanna speak to. First, I wanna witness to Jesus Christ. I want you to receive the message, the person of Jesus to be convicted of sin through the Holy Spirit today. I wanna witness to who Jesus is. And then secondly, I want you to receive power to be witnesses. Not feel forced that you have to tell your friend or your colleague, but, but to start to really think, man, am I witnessing for Christ? Or do I leave that up to somebody else? And then lastly, I just wanna pray for those that are going through some stuff to receive power in your life. First, let me just testify to who Jesus is. In 1 Corinthians 17, it says, for Christ did not send me to baptize, but to preach the gospel, not with eloquent wisdom, so that the cross of Christ will not be emptied of its effect. For the word of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but it is the power of God to us who are being saved. Simply, it doesn't matter with eloquent words. It doesn't matter with a big following. It doesn't matter if there's millions of people watching this or there's one. 
I preach right now, witness to Jesus lived a sinless life. He died on the cross of the death we deserved for our sin. He was buried and then he rose again on the third day. He's the king, he's the Lord and he's the savior. There's no other name to which we can be saved eternally to be with God. Friend, I believe your destiny, God's pursuing you is to be with him. He made you, but he's given you a gift that you could never achieve, but you gotta receive. And that's what grace is, it's a gift. You can't pay it forward. He just wants you, you're his kid. He calls you by name. He loves you so much. He set the table out, the feast, the party's ready, but he's just saying, receive my son. The Holy Spirit's convicting you of sin. The Holy Spirit's showing you righteousness. And it's simple. You could say, Jesus, I believe in you. I receive you. Make me new. Forgive me of my sin. In Jesus' name. And you pray something like that, you're brand new. You're forgiven. Yeah, you go get baptized and we got that in a couple weeks, but but you're already, you're in. You can't pay it forward, you're in, you're in, you're in, you're in, you're in, receive, receive. And then the second crowd, you might've known Jesus a really long time. Look, man, like may there be a fire in us to witness to who he is, to the ends of the earth. That if someone hasn't had an opportunity to meet Jesus Christ, may we clearly and boldly tell him, not only in just in word, but in power, but also that our lives would add up, amen? So I pray for you, I pray for you at home that you would receive power to witness, power this week to tell somebody who Jesus is, the only message. Don't tell them about your church, don't tell them about a sign, don't tell them about a wonder, you just tell them about who Jesus is. And I believe the power of God will show up, that there is no other name to which mankind could be saved, Jesus Christ that there's something in you that you are gonna, uh, just this week, it's just gonna come out of you. You gotta tell somebody. You're gonna post online today. Man, Jesus is real. If you ever wanna meet him, I'm broken. We're all broken, but you can DM me. Wouldn't that be a cool conversation to begin? Receive that power right now in the name of Jesus Christ. And for the last crowd, when you're going through something right here, right today, I believe there's power. As we sing this song just a few times, even when I don't see it, I know that you're working. Come on. Come on, God's doing something in your life. Even if we don't see it today, God, we trust the power of the Holy Spirit. Yes, you never stop. Come on, if you got something you're going through, if someone you know who's going through something, sing this. Come on, sing it from your spirit. Receive the power of heaven today. Come on, let's sing that. Never stop. Thanks for listening to the City Life Lansing Podcast. Loving you and loving the city one life at a time. To get connected, learn more, and invest financially, go to citylifelancing.com. You belong here.